The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. And I am delighted to be joined in studio by Catherine Thomas. Catherine, how are you? I am in flying form and yourself. Great. I'm Thanks good. For me. I'm good. Um, so listen, episode two of Operation Transformation is on uh, tonight. tonight. Yep. Uh, for people who didn't see episode one, I mean, how how different is uh, Operation Transformation this year? Is it different? I think we're always evolving. So yeah, this year, if you'd watched the show last year, it will feel different again this year. Uh, we still got five leaders. We still have a health and wellness programme that runs over eight weeks. The studio is slightly different in that we are sort of, uh, we've got a different logo, different colours, different branding. Um, and um, we have more health indicators this year. So I think last year we maybe had 10 health indicators. Uh, this year we have 14. So essentially okay. what we've done is we've worked with Niall Moyna, Professor Niall Moyna. So we've included um, upper and lower um, body strength uh, indicators as well as balance um, and again this gives a clearer picture of people's overall health and wellness so that's another change um, and what is the other change yeah whereas before we would have given uh, the leaders targets um, of weight loss every week and now we don't do that we're just we're, they're left to their own devices in terms of how they get on over the week implementing all the changes and it's and we see where, where they end up Okay because l- last year was probably the year of the, the big change would that yes. be a fair description yeah I think yeah. that's fair enough um, like the show has been evolving so much I'm this is my 12th year on the show it's kind of hard to believe um, <laughs> but it's going into its 16th season um, so I joined in season 3 and uh, yeah I suppose every year it evolves it changes like we have a multidisciplinary panel of experts um, again right across dietetics fitness, general practice, psychological well-being. And every year they're looking at what changes and what's happening, not just in Ireland, in their various areas, but mm. also globally as well. So, you know, and then when you're working with the likes of Don O'Shea, you're working with the likes of Niall Moyna, um, every year we kind of sit down at the end of the show and go, okay, where, what, what's happening? What are the changes? What should we be looking at? What can we include into the leaders' um, health and wellness plans for next mm. year that maybe we didn't include this year? So um, it's really interesting. And as somebody who's worked on the show for as long as I have, it's always great to come back to something new. Um, but at the end of the day, we still have five leaders and it really, at the end, it's about them. Yeah. It's about people who come on, who open their hearts, open their homes um, and literally bear their souls to us um, to give us an insight into why they want to improve their yes. health and why they want to improve where they are. That that's all, Now, I have to say, that's always something that I found interesting about the show is that element of it mm. and the, the psychological aspect to mm. it. And I just wonder, given how close you are to it all, your view and insight on that, mm. on, on the degree to which there are all these underlying psychological issues mm-hmm. that are explaining to yeah. one degree or another why these people find themselves where they are. Yeah, and that's why we have Dr. Eddie on mm. the Dr. Eddie Murphy on the panel. And I think as well what people may not understand with the show is we have like literally hundreds and hundreds of people um, who apply to do the show every year and we do an assessment day out in Santry every year and before we even get to an assessment day where I think we had 22 people this year um, people are assessed across a vast spectrum because um, this is not a show for everybody. I think people maybe can come to the show and not realise or apply for the show and not realise the extent of 
the program, the extent maybe they might not have checked with work, with their partners, with their kids. Mm. Having cameras in your home um, is not for everybody. Um, and I think as well then um, Eddie and Sumi would do a full psychological check on everybody who is put forward and who makes the final 22. Because as I said, it is important and it's it's vital for the show that if you apply for it and they're going to be a leader that um, all of those um, avenues have been explored because as I said it's not for everybody. And then is it about trying to identify people whose whose issues you feel or, or that the producers or whoever it is making the decision feel mm. are probably most common or are, are most likely to be identified with by other people watching, is Yeah, it? what we try and do and the reason we pick five people and the reason we have various ages, people of various who have various health concerns, uh, men and women, is because we want to try, we're a population-based show. Yeah. So we have to have a broad spectrum that people can follow or people can identify with. Um, and also who are there for various health reasons, you know, whether it was Stefano last year, his primary reason for being there was giving up smoking. Kathleen, I'm just off the top of my head, hers was menopause, which was crippling her. Mm. And again, that was such a big, thankfully it got it got air, it got airtime last year. And so to have somebody like that go through and actually so people could visually and learn from it and learn from what changes can be made. Um, and then we have Thomas this year, people would have seen the show last week. He, he suffered with a, a massive heart attack. And again, talking to men in their 50s as to why it's important to check in, why it's important to, to kind of keep in touch with your GP and what how making lifestyle changes can really uh, change the direction that your life yeah. is going to go, you know? Uh, like it's obvious to anyone listening that it's, it's not just a job, you're passionate about mm. it. And you look, you have your own business in this area to a degree as well. So that will un- uh, explain that passion. So what did you make of the criticism? The last year, mm. there's always a bit of criticism, there always mm. will be. Last year it was quite amplified. Mm. I mean, did you feel it was fa- unfair, some of it? I've, what I felt was um, that it was I think in in a lot of instances, I didn't feel that balance was able to be projected last year. So, and I think balance is critical. Critical. I think everybody is entitled to their own opinion and people will have various and varying opinions of the show. Um, but for me, I can completely stand over the show as a mom of two girls and, you know, know that the show has evolved. Like when I started, the show was very weight centric, you know, mm. and that's that was uh, that was it 10 years ago. But I think anybody who's watched the show in the last couple of years will see and will understand and will know that the mental health aspect of the show is as crucial as the physical health. Yeah. Um, and as I said, we're a population-based show. We have 400,000 people watching the show every week um, on average. And when we did a survey last year, 73% of people who watched the show made one or more changes to their day-to-day lifestyles. Mm. Um, so that is huge. So again, you look at the work that we do with the GAA. I'm heading out tomorrow night to um, out with the Liffey Gales GAA to do the Ireland Lights Up. So we've this is a campaign where um, almost a thousand GAA clubs and still signing up all around the country are turning on their lights. We've done it the last couple of years and it's just a phenomenal, really simple initiative. Yeah. But it gets the communities out, gets people out walking and that has been massive. Um, and then working with Sport Ireland, uh, you have 5,000 people at the end of, of it who, who their goal is to run a 5K. And a lot of those 5,000, a lot of that 5,000 strong will have never run a 5K in their life. So to do that at the end of the series um, is is massive yeah. as well. You know, so. It's because it's, it's funny, I was listening to Carl talking about, and I know you've made this point before as well, is that that shift away from the focus on weight, you can't completely shift away from it though. No. You know, and, and we had 
Nor should we. Yeah, yeah, because I was going to ask you, we had Ava Orsmond on the show yesterday, Now it was about something completely different. Yeah. I know she previously uh, was involved and she was kind of saying that she was like, you know, there's there's maybe a, a, a growing number of people out there who suggest, you know, we should just accept people coming all shapes and sizes and if people mm. are happy, just let them off. And she was saying, mm. well, no, like you have to be honest with people that mm. actually like being overweight or obese come with all these negative health indicators mm. and we sh- we can't be afraid of offending people. Yeah and look I understand and, and say for example there's myself and my sister right she does not like the weighing scales right so she she, she doesn't like it she's like it's, I know for me it's about fitting into my clothes and she's three years younger than I am so she's 40 <laughs> and for her that's the way so she doesn't have a scales in the house for me I have a weighing scales. I like it. And I think it's important to figure out that, you know, everybody is different. Mm. Um, and for for me, and it, it is about knowing your numbers, whether that's inch loss, whether that's the weighing scales, whether that's your BMI, whether that's your cholesterol. Um, you know, and you have people like Niall Moyna, like Professor O'Shea, like her, who are saying it is important to know, pick your numbers. It doesn't necessarily have to be the scales. Yes. But if you want to make changes, you got to know the starting point. you got to know some starting point yes. where you're starting from, you know. So um, it is, weight is one health indicator. It's not the only one, which is why we have 14 now. Yeah. And I think it's really important that, you know, for me, I know I can go up and down a few pounds in the scales and that if I've been training, resistance training, hard over the last four weeks I've done nothing by the way for the last month except eat cheese and drink wine Um, so it is about um, I know that I'll increase muscle mass which will show probably higher on the scales but again that's down to education and I know from working on the show over the last couple of years if you're up and down a few pounds that doesn't really you know for me where I am it, Mm. it, it doesn't it doesn't put me up or down really Emotion. It doesn't bother you if you stand yeah, yeah. on it's a, a little bit up on yesterday. You 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 at this stage. Well, I know then if 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 I've been doing a lot of resistance work, that's okay. I, that for me, I can explain it if I go in to get my muscle mass checked, whatever. Mm. If I'm with my personal trainer, but again, if I know I'm up some, I'm up pounds over Christmas. Um, and do I give two tosses right now? No, because I had a great time. Um, it's my birthday coming up, so I'm probably not going to go full throttle until the end of January. And that's where <laughs> where where I'm at, you know. Um, um, I meant, sorry, I mentioned the business as well, Pure Results. How's that going? It's going good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's going good. It's uh, We took a massive hit through COVID. There, we run retreats in Ireland and abroad. Mm. So uh, we went online. Then we were doing kind of, you know, pods and um, we were doing workouts. Oh, Jesus. Jesus we were doing workouts where people couldn't train together. And it was just, it was just, it just all felt wrong. Whereas now we're back. Uh, we've, we've got uh, weekends. We've got week long retreats. We're we're uh, going to Portugal twice this year as well. So it's just great. And again, it's getting people out of their environment mm. and away. And I think there's power in there's power in a group. So if you get twenty five women. Um, you know, away together, away from the kids, away from work. Uh, we, we've got, we, we're open to men as well, but we are always looking for more testosterone, but we're, we're, <laughs> we're probably 90% women. Um, and there's an incredible I, just couldn't be, I couldn't bear to be away from my kids and work. Oh, really? Oh, it. yeah, I know. That's I the, hear you. The only yeah. reason I wouldn't go, yeah. <laughs> That's what my husband said to me. He was like, do you really have to go to every retreat? Yes, it is. It's really important <laughs> yeah. to be on brand. <laughs> um, can I just ask before you go, because you mentioned the, 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 the initiative with all the GA clubs yeah. and the lighting up to get people out and walk. And I guess they're walking in a safe environment. Mm. And a little bit later in the show, we're going to be talking about uh, Ashling Murphy, who tomorrow marks the anniversary. I believe it. I know, year. a year mm. since her passing. And in the wake of it, you know, there was all these conversations had and we had them on our show and I'm sure, no doubt you would have had them as mm. well. Mm. And it was about how to make the public realm safer and we all heard stories. And there are stories you would have, 
been innately familiar with mm. and to people like me there were these news stories but I, I was hearing them from my sisters and mother mm. and it was things mm. about turning off earphones and crossing the road mm. and being on the roadside of the path so you can get shoved the into roads it. where there's lights on yeah, it and all of this sort of stuff having your phone with somebody on speed dial yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean and lots of promises I guess are made that mm. you know will improve mm. in that regard and make the public realm safer I mean a year on how do you reflect on all of that and maybe maybe so years a short term to, to kind of judge but is it safer? Yeah I mean the thing that was so shocking my husband is from Tullamore um, so the thing that was so shocking it was that it was broad daylight you know whereas we're uh, constantly worried about getting out when yeah. it's dark you know and it is more difficult because the evenings are shorter um, and look I would always I would always suggest at this time of the year or for me personally um, I would always try and get my my walk or my run in when it's when it's bright which is difficult because you know you've only got certain windows in mm. the day but that's where I feel safest at this time of the year you know You wouldn't feel safe now getting up at half six in the morning still pitch dark out Well I would but my husband wouldn't it's funny now That's interesting Yeah like I, I would um, but certainly he would feel more comfortable and, and now that we've had these conversations it's, I would never have really questioned it before whereas um you know, now in the last, particularly in light of of Ashling's case, I think you know, put it this way, I've I've not gone early morning yeah. or late evening since then. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So um, unless I'm with a group, and again, that's why there's so many walking groups, there's so many running groups. Yeah. Um. Again, uh, as I said, with the GAA initiative, um, your local GAA club will have floodlit pitches, which is safe. And you know, it's for, there's a lot of people who live rurally with roads with no footpaths, so you've got that to contend with as well. So it's about yeah, finding somewhere where you feel comfortable because if you're not comfortable and you feel like you're checking yourself all the time, you're not going to enjoy it. And exercise no. shouldn't be about a chore; it should be about being enjoyed, you know. Well, we're going to be talking about that, like I say, a little bit later in the show, mm. after six o'clock. Uh, and then this evening on uh, RTU One Television, episode two of Operation Transformation. Uh, we'll be with you, Catherine. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks a million. You too. Great to see you. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.